0: hey everybody and welcome to the 3 d podcast we are doing something very different today
1: yeah we're going to be doing a commentary track for uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol
0: yeah it is a great movie we really love it if you haven't seen it yet um, watch it without our commentary track first and then hopefully you know when you watch it with our commentary track it'll be in a little bit more enjoyable
1: yep we we uh, discussed some trivia about uh, the movie and uh, some themes that pop up. And, and we gosh
0: a lot about how awesome the Muppets are.
1: We do. And Michael Caine. And Michael Caine. And uh, we uh, also make fun of a lot of things. We, we kind of lighten some of the heavier parts there. Uh, That's why you to, should watch to, it without uh, us first. To, to your benefit or detriment, you know, <laughs> as the case may be.
0: Yeah, so if you um, are going to listen to this podcast, um, make sure you either... Have a copy of *The Muppet Christmas Carol*. We're watching the DVD version, but you know, it, pretty much any version that has the theatrical version that doesn't have the the cutscene uh, in the middle is going to be fine. Um, and if you don't have that, make sure you have an encyclopedic, perfect photographic memory of the movie.
1: Yes. That, that would help as well. Right. You can just imagine what's happening yes. in the movie yeah. as we talk. And then you don't even
0: need to have the DVD. I mean, you could just be like watching the movie in your head
1: on the bus. It, it has very good graphic fidelity. So uh, this is kind of our Christmas uh, treat to you guys, and I hope you like it.
0: Yeah. We'll hopefully talk to you guys again soon. But uh, until then, enjoy uh, the 3D Podcast. And this is our very first commentary the muppet christmas carol oh the... oh, <laughs> <Hey> guys, <number. laughs> Humbug. Redeeming Culture, this is 3D. I'm David Atwell.
1: And I'm Ryan Earnhardt.
0: And today we are doing something quite a bit different. Um... I would like to say this is a lot longer than usual.
1: Yes, and
0: intentionally so. Well, I mean, we just we record a lot of long podcasts. Yeah, but uh, we are actually true. doing a commentary track today. So the commentary is for the Muppet Christmas Carol, which is my favorite version of the Christmas Carol. I, I don't think I've seen a better one either. Yeah, so um, the Muppet Christmas Carol. If you've got it, uh, we're, if you've got the DVD version, we're watching the theatrical widescreen version. Uh, Because we don't want to be super sad. So um, we've uh, queued it up so that the first thing, uh, once you hit play, the first thing you'll see is the Disney castle thing. So go ahead and get your DVD or VHS or whatever to that point uh, and hit play as soon as we do, which uh, I'll count down for you. Three, two, one, play. Now, if you're doing it right, the castle is, like, fading in right now. And then, like, flash right there. Okay, And then the little...
1: Ding. That yeah. was, the ding was the end of the little rainbow thingy. Yeah, there
0: you go. Yeah, don't no. worry, we're not going to narrate the whole movie. This is an audio commentary.
1: And then there was a laser, and it <laughs> cut out the image of Kermit the Frog with so, sparkles. Oh, so I honestly, mean, that's not what we're doing.
0: This part freaked me out a decent amount when I was a kid. I was like, "What is up with the laser?"
1: <laughs> it's Terminator Kermit. Yes, he comes. From the past or no from the future back to the past Criminator. oh and uh this is the first movie they made without jim henson yeah it's very sad and uh so they had to have a new voice actor yeah because jim oh, used to be yep. kermit mm-hmm. and uh he was very nervous he, he didn't think he could do it and he was so nervous he had a dream apparently where jim appeared to him and said it was going to be okay (laughs) so he 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 could do it then wow yeah that's pretty impressive and this was brian's first movie direction i don't know how fraggle rock um coincides with this i think fraggle rock came first and that was the very first thing any quote-unquote muppets thing happened um because jim was writing stuff for that show when he died and then brian took it over
0: i love the credit rizzo the rat as himself yes Um, by the way this right here is a model and you'll notice there's like an unbroken shot as it pans down into from the model to like the actual set but this is like a a tiny you know a miniature model and i think this is actually pretty darn impressive for early 90s uh model work
1: well, and that's one of the things that's great about all Muppet stuff is all the different camera tricks yeah. that they figure out how to do making Kermit ride a bicycle and things yeah, like that. Yeah.
0: Cheap 3D tricks.
1: <laughs> for the people from theme parks and right fancy movies.
0: By the way, you, you might hear a little bit more noise than usual. We're actually not recording in our traditional studio, such as it is. <laughs> yes. Because you've got to be in front of the TV for this sort of thing. This is the the, you know the big christmas movie for me yeah i I feel like once this movie starts this is when christmas really begins i love the music oh here's where there was a nice wipe there yeah. yeah and it's it's almost like seamless if you don't know where it is
1: but now we've ruined it for you forever
0: yep so one of the things that i love a lot about muppet movies is how much detail they throw into everything if this looks completely real, but it's a it's a total set. Which actually I guess you can tell because like the angles aren't right on everything.
1: But at the same time, this is not the first time apparently a Christmas carol was filmed at the set. Really? It was it was a non Muppet Christmas carol before this, by like twenty or thirty years, something huh. like that.
0: I, I like the name of the Dragon Flagon. Yes. It's a good
1: name for a bar. Ouch. Caught his nose in the window there. Who has that many banana peels? Well, you know, Pig and Grapes Tavern. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty dark right there. I mean, (laughs) that turkey.
0: I throw the fish away, and it comes back to me. I use that (laughs) line all year long.
1: (laughs) Has a lot of uses. It does. And the bluest version of Charles Dickens you will ever see.
0: I mean, I, I don't see very many versions of Charles Dickens at all, to be honest with you. That's true. Well, hello. Thank you. And I am here for the food. <laughs>
1: Rizzo's always there for the food.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm going to try not to just like quote the whole movie <laughs> like, as we're watching it, but it's going to be tough, because I love this movie, and I know a lot of it. Too kind. (laughs) Like I said, it's going to be difficult. Um, So, yeah, uh, I do wonder, um, like, how much of this movie was improvised? Because that right there seems like a pretty good improv moment. Though, I don't know.
1: Well, they do typically vet the new Muppeteers through improv to see how they're going to react to new things and see if they can really... In view the character Hmm.
0: that is clever by the way it says uh the marley's were dead to begin with um i was so familiar with this version of the christmas carol that when i first heard somebody reading the actual christmas carol and there was only one marley that was dead (laughs) i was like what happened to the other one
1: yeah some people they say that there's two marley's because jim and um i think it was hank uh was the other guy who had died because it said in loving memory of jim henson and uh oh yeah the other guy, the other guy. um i don't think so i think it's no. just because it was Do- and waldorf, waldorf. Yep, exactly. um, but uh, yeah by the way
0: michael kane um like he's so nice and wholesome and kind that it's almost shocking now to see him as scrooge but this is the first role that i really saw him in
1: yeah, he's so. he's a very traditional, like Shakespearean type actor, and uh, he told Brian, um, "I'm not gonna do any muppety things. <laughs> I'm gonna do it all straight. There's no winking to like the camera or whatever. I'm I'm gonna play it as if I'm among other humans the Wh- whole time, which I'm I gonna think gonna play is what really makes this work. Honestly, yes. yeah." And I guess he actually found out like halfway through the movie that this was Brian's first movie. And really? he was surprised. He's like, wow, you're doing a great job. <laughs> wow,
0: That's great. I mean, especially for somebody so sort of like seasoned as Michael Caine. Yeah. To be a uh, unaware and unable to tell that a director was on his first attempt.
1: Yeah. I'm sure he gleaned a lot of stuff from his father, though.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I feel bad for the mouses.
1: <laughs> because they don't understand grammars. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean that's <laughs> the worst part. Yeah. So that little moment that just happened right there on the right hand side of the screen. Yeah, and there again the fact that like the person comes by and drops a coin in and then the little lady nods, you know, and thanks. Mhm. Like it's just one of those little bits that, you know, a lesser puppet studio wouldn't have thrown in there like mm-hmm. to actually interact with the humans. Yeah. And
1: then a puppet talking talking yeah. with puppets. No, right. he, he's controlling other puppets. A puppet puppeteer. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's almost a puppetception. Yes. Mises this time.
0: Right. I mean they're trying.
1: It's old English. They're working on it. Yeah. It's old English. How solitary are oysters?
0: well, I mean, I don't know.
1: they clam up real quick,
0: yes <laughs> um this This movie also taught me a lot of words um like uh or a, a lot of phrases like uh, a tight fisted hand at the grindstone yes uh, didn't know that one before this movie which actually I guess they haven't said yet, but uh it's coming soon mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Walk in their sheep.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I love that they have pet sheep um,
1: in the oh, middle of town.
0: One of the great humbugs, by the way, in all of Christmas caroling.
1: Yes. And uh, <laughs> multi-use right sidekick, very
0: um, handy rat. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much for making me a part of this. Oh, thank you. (laughs) There's no so much there. Sorry. Right. Don't quote the movie. You're watching the movie. You don't need me to quote the movie to you. This guy I feel bad for. I I mean, you're supposed to. So, yeah. Success. Good job, Brian. Mortgage. Yeah. uh, So... sorry i'm I'm getting very distracted by this actual movie um just because i like it so much <laughs> do you know anything about this guy
1: mr applegate yeah not so much oh.
0: i do like the the uh the clever use of like i don't know how they're what sort of tricks they're implementing to make it work but where they're like making him talk while scrooge is carrying him away it's yeah. really really well done If they
1: can hear the children crying. and they did make some changes, obviously to the source material, right uh it was just Cratchit before he didn't have a whole band of workers for right
0: him. yeah, he only I mean, to be honest, it's kinda its kind of strange credulity to imagine that Ebenezer Scrooge would hire more than one person, yeah. But uh,
1: because he's trying to pinch as many pennies as possible, right? But I suppose if he could eke more work out of more people for the same amount, somehow,
0: you think he's just paying all of them one person's wage?
1: Probably. Yeah,
0: I'm sure he's paying as little as possible. That is a piece of Scrooge for you, consummate capitalist. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is my Quick change. This
0: yeah, it I mean again
1: just how with, do they afford those costumes on what he's paying them?
0: Right. I mean and that stuff, you know, it's not like plastic was really well used in this time period, so they had to actually like go to the island and get <laughs> an actual palm tree there.
1: It's amazing the leaves didn't wilt in the right? trip back. He's met his uncle before. Why is he so happy?
0: Right. Yeah. Uh I mean, it's probably just one of those things where he's like just trying to drive the knife in a little bit, like be as annoying as possible to his <laughs> uncle. And I mean it, it sort of that holds up to scrutiny later on in the movie where, you know, they're actually at the party and he's participating. Like it seems like he really loves his uncle but he also enjoys like poking fun at him. Yeah. It's a nice a nice little uh a nice take on uh on the nephew. I forget the nephew's name. Well, not exactly speeches. No, <laughs> oh, not quite speeches. Man, I'm so close on these quotes. I know you all are you know, listening to this just for me quoting the movie as it's playing. <laughs> Why do you think Christmas has done him good and will do him good, just from a theological perspective? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, anything that makes us thankful and grateful makes us consider the source of what those blessings come from. Yeah, it's true. And if we trace it back far enough, we all have to trace it back to the creator and provider of all things that are good.
0: Yep. I I mean, I think that's probably, you know, Scrooge's big downfall isn't so much, isn't just his selfishness, but it's his um, ingratitude
1: yeah absolutely and probably the ingratitude is what feeds the other
0: well, that's true. That's a good mm-hmm. point beep, beep. yeah uh beaker is um hilarious in this role. <laughs> Oh, dear, oh, dear, what he's about to do right here. His his oh, dear, oh, dear is is just hilarious, I think. I also like that line, too. That is certainly not true. Mm -hmm. So this is the part where I think, uh, yeah, I mean, he knows his uncle. Like, Mm -hmm. come on. I mean maybe he doesn't see him very often. Like that weird uncle that you have at Thanksgiving that just kinda you know says weird stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: These guys can't take a hint. Yeah. Or even like not even a hint. It wasn't even <laughs> covert, like he said no. an appropriate response for a christian
1: um probably not yeah i'm gonna go
0: with no
1: (laughs) not unless you really twist the scriptures out of shape right well god used the flood so uh right (laughs) but he said no more Mm -hmm. he wishes that none would perish so so where
0: is the puppeteer here Is there a hole in Scrooge's front
1: stoop? More than likely. In the first Muppet movie, he was, uh, he being Jim Henson, was in a tank. Like a submarine type tank (laughs) underneath the log that Kermit was strumming the guitar on. (laughs) And the only thing he could see was a little TV monitor that was showing him where the puppet actually was to make sure it was doing what he wanted to
0: yeah, I, I had thought about um trying to do this whole commentary with my hand like straight up in the air <laughs> for the entire time and I I figured I probably wouldn't last very long, so
1: we'd have to have a few cuts, just like yeah. they do.
0: <laughs> right. So okay. Ebenezer Scrooge presumably has been employing people for a while especially mm-hmm. under scrooge and marley has he never been asked to have christmas day off before
1: i don't know i i was just watching the new movie um the man who invented christmas uh-huh. which is on uh, charles dickens and throughout the movie people kept telling him why would you write a book about christmas hardly anybody celebrates that anyway so really? apparently it wasn't a very strong tradition at the time. Interesting. If what they put in the movie was true, anyway.
0: Well, that's that's a fascinating tidbit. I didn't realize that. I do know that there was a time where, um, like, Christmas was sort of banned in in the uh, colonies.
1: Well, yeah, because it was more of a pagan holiday to start right, with, yeah. and we have uh, kind of co-opted it to sure. uh, make it our own.
0: The... Uh, the original culture redemption to be honest with you yes I mean, exactly yeah
1: we d- we've done that with a few different uh traditions easter yep. and christmas that's right
0: and more i'm sure mm-hmm. but uh, that's uh, that's one of those things where like you can you can uh, take everything at face value or you can just reject it completely or you can redeem it yeah and that's what we do we redeem culture so that's why you're here yeah also I think it's amazing that they got Kermit to blow out a candle. Yeah. Okay, so another thing that I'm not allowed to do is just gush about the Muppets the whole time. So.
1: <laughs> it is hard to do it in a Muppet movie, but look at that. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just jumped and catapulted that guy across yeah. the room. Yeah. And he was hanging from the curtain there.
0: It's nice to know that they haven't... Uh, the, the blind... Or... Uh, <laughs> shades not going back up has been a problem for a long time i i always have trouble with the shades in my living room they always don't go up don't stay down or whatever or they don't go up it's annoying both will happen
1: i don't think i could ever sweep if i had to do it like that on stilts yeah
0: i mean you never know you're a talented guy I think this might be my favorite Christmas song. Uh, I don't know. I'm not positive about that. This might be it, though. Tis the season to, okay, no quoting, right, I <laughs> definitely no singing, but it's my favorite. It's probably one of my favorites. I love how everybody in the background is, like, in time with it. <laughs> well, not everybody, but there was that lady that was bouncing around in time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> the penguins Christmas skating party. Why not? Time honored tradition. <laughs>
0: Everybody <laughs> knows about it.
1: It's very popular up in Canada.
0: Yes, all of those Canadian penguins. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> he is talented. Some G forces
0: there. and that's impressive I'm not going to gush about it because you know (laughs) I love how well these guys know each other (laughs) no we're not doing it even (laughs) though like, he didn't say anything (laughs) and Rizzo was right that was a bad idea
1: (laughs) fun huh (laughs)
0: <laughs> Do you see any sort of like um comparison in the relationship between Rizzo and Gonzo and the relationship between you and me?
1: Um I don't know. Would would you consider me more of a You
0: goad me into things and it turns out badly?
1: Well, what has ever turned out badly that I've goaded you into?
0: Alright, fine.
1: <laughs> You've at least gotten a story out of it, right? <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> and
1: yeah. I, I remember you goading me into a few things as well. I remember us driving to Ohio for no reason and picking up a traffic cone and putting it in the back of your vehicle and driving to Ohio and you then just, coming back and putting you it back. it to, like, a misdemeanor. <laughs> because we were worried they had some sort of tracking device inside <laughs> of it. I do remember that. <laughs> I yeah. don't think the government has that much money to to worry about. The low jack, the traffic cones. <laughs> but it was the right thing to put it back in. Anyway. Right. It would have been better to not take it in the first place. But yeah, it didn't seem like it was being used for any super safety purposes at the time.
0: Yeah, I think it was actually like off on the side of the road, like it yeah, was like on tipped the over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it was being used, it was not being used effectively.
1: Oops. He said that was for dramatic emphasis. We've ruined that.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, everybody be... Somber. Somber, yeah. Ooh, early CG.
2: (laughs) Morph.
0: So, okay, all right. Obviously something happened, because it spooked the horse. The horse is gone, Mm -hmm. right?
1: But... Well, I mean, it could have been Scrooge jumping backwards and making his own noise.
0: I guess that's possible.
1: And uh, our version of Charles Dickens (laughs) is also seeing and narrating most of this. It's true.
0: I'm wondering how much of this is actually happening and how much is, is just in Scrooge's mind. That's true does he actually go back in time or does like the ghost of christmas past just like hallucinate him or, or make him hallucinate <laughs>
1: yeah, the, the the ghost is hallucinating scrooge yes, now that is a thing. different perspective i have not heard that right. one before yeah so scrooge visits the ghosts yeah. <laughs> past present and future and and to teach them a lesson
0: i also like how sometimes oh then, now that could be an interesting a Christmas Carol too. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past has lost the spirit of Christmas.
1: Uh-oh. Scrooge had too much of an influence on them.
0: Yeah.
1: The candle doesn't do as much good if you block the light it's going to uh, create in front of you. Yeah. Just a little candle tip there. Yeah, uh, Scrooge does not know how to use candles very well.
0: Well, he's he doesn't want to use too much light. I guess he's trying to ration the light.
1: Uh, I'm sure it's supposed to be like blocking wind or something, but he is indoors, and he could just yes. walk slowly,
0: right? Um, lighting the lamps, by the way, like I think Scrooge is the original like angry dad. Like I am not paying to light an empty room. <laughs> i don't know with somebody so skin flinty you'd think that he wouldn't uh waste money on such a big house you know yeah
1: maybe he got a good deal on it or inherited it yeah
0: but you still have to you had to heat all the rooms like well i don't think he is heating room. all the rooms good point but you have to carry insurance on it maybe not back then i don't know it seems like it's a bad investment yeah for such a selfish dude
3: yeah
0: Also, we're supposed to believe that he has more than one dressing gown. A best and, like, a less best.
1: Well, maybe he has two. Well, one's in the wash, or...
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's true. Delicious dinner of bread and cheese. And nothing else. (laughs) So, it it is kind of weird that Charles Dickens would choose to write a like horror movie or a horror horror book a suspense book i don't know a ghost story Mm -hmm. about christmas
1: yep and again i don't know how much is true in uh the movie we just watched but uh he heard a little irish girl talk about uh ghosts appearing around christmas because that's when the veil between this world and the next was thinnest, and that was part of his inspiration. I see for the idea
0: well, it's really creepy um and it's not really what you expect when you want like I mean Christmas sort of you think of it as being all about you know shiny green uh shiny green Christmas trees and bright lights, and hmm I mean, you don't think of a ghost story
1: well, but at the same time, he's going against what he considers to be the Christmas spirit, right. That's true, so
0: Statler and Waldorf, by the way, American treasures,
1: yes Now, I have heard that since they went with Robert Marley, that the um safes that end up singing around them make a pun for Bob Marley and the Wailers. (laughs) I I can kind of see that one. I I definitely see Robert Marley as a Bob Marley reference. The next part could be a stretch from fans, but...
0: I mean, everything means something.
1: True. But then, you go from these guys to a happy, jolly spirit. Right? Which is very not ghost-like unless you can... You include Casper, right? <laughs> and so in the movie, there was this funny part where he's like, you want me to make a happy ghost? <laughs> what is that supposed to look like?
0: This is another one of my favorite Christmas songs. Yes.
1: Yes. And in the movie, they did not uh, show Dickens uh, looking at the Bible at all, but uh, in my Deadpool article slash book, um, I said, this reminded me a lot of uh, Lazarus and uh, the poor man kind of a deal, where, where he's the spirit trying to get his family, or in their case, friend, to uh, change their ways So that way they don't suffer the same fate Yeah, And uh, He was very greedy in life To the poor man
0: Yeah, which is interesting Because, I mean that This is obviously a fantasy story So it doesn't have to make sense But uh, the Bible says that This sort of thing won't work You know?
1: Yeah, he yeah. says if, if they didn't listen to who I've already sent Then the mm-hmm. spirits come back from the dead And talk to people, it's not going to make any difference. And, uh, that's something we need to consider in our own, uh, evangelism. It's yeah. like, if we consider ourselves like, oh, if we just say this just right, people will get saved. That's not, that's right. not true. Even if we were yeah. dead being raised back to life, that's a pretty impressive presentation. Right. And, uh, God says it's not in that. It's just him. He changes the heart. So that's right. If, if you're not, uh, seen souls change souls saved that kind of thing it's not your responsibility for that it's your responsibility to check and see if people have heard the gospel
0: it's to be faithful it's to to be faithful to the
1: message to spread it and uh, it's not our job to make it uh, actually take life to grow
0: it's not our responsibility to come back from beyond the grave uh, to haunt our living uh, friends and family
1: even if we have a catchy tune as this,
0: yeah. Change is their last word to him. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I guess there was another verse in there that they cut out.
0: Yeah, uh, I've heard it. I've got the soundtrack, and uh, you yeah, know, it's it's just more of the same, really. Yep, it's clever. It's uh, I, I, as a matter of fact, I would recommend the soundtrack if you like listening to Christmas music around this time of year. It's a good one. It's good good music to listen to.
1: Especially since it's not what you'd normally hear on the radio, yeah. set on repeat.
0: Right. There is no wham on that CD. Uh, <laughs> none of the songs actually have the word... I, I, have I told you my theory before, by the way?
1: Oh, that was sweet. Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: my, have I told you my theory before about, uh, uh, about Christmas songs? Songs with the word Christmas in the title I are don't... always bad.
1: Always bad. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's a couple exceptions, but for the most part, Last Christmas, This Christmas, uh, Blue Christmas, hate them all. I see. It's I it's see. My, my own personal theory. I,
1: I like the one, his favorite Christmas story. It's a newer one. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Mm-hmm. It makes my sisters cry every time they hear it.
0: Oh. Well, there you go. Rounding, resounding Resort. Wow.
1: <laughs> resounding review. Resounding recommendation. recommendation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Endorsement is the word. Yeah. This gag, I think, <laughs> is great. I mean, it's just perfect for it's the other character. Yeah. And the fact that he doesn't get it, I think, is the, really the <laughs> icing on the cake. He doesn't understand why it's annoying.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Direct from the Uncanny Valley. Oh, we're not there yet.
1: Oh no, it's almost time to hit the clock tower with lightning.
0: <laughs> that's right.
1: Well, that's a different time travel movie. Never mind.
0: Different time travel movie where everyone's fortunes are changed by the end.
1: <laughs> well, that happens in this one. It's true. Right?
0: Again, for such a selfish guy, he's got a really nice grandfather clock.
1: <laughs> Kind of cuckoo clock there With The moving parts like that
0: And now ladies and gentlemen straight from the uncanny valley You know her, you love her Or him
1: Coming of um, unclear I think a her for this one
0: Here it is folks THE GHOST OF CHRISTMAS PAST!
1: So they had to put the Muppet in a water tank in front of a green screen to get her to look like she's floating like that.
0: That makes sense? I remember the ghost Christmas But I think she's too... They're trying to make her look too human-like, honestly. That's why it's sort of unsettling. I don't know, maybe that's the point. Maybe she's supposed to look unpleasant, unsettling.
1: Well, it would help the audience to relate to the character being unsettled that way. Right. (laughs)
0: yep and again just this perfect relationship between Rizzo and Gonzo I'm sorry Charles Dickens hello London goodbye lunch That was fun. (laughs) I mean, it's really just a bright light. How beautiful could it be? So, looks like he's being, they're being drugged through, like, completely 100% dense uh, spruce forest. And yet, somehow, there is a barn or a house down there with a wind vane on it. And a chicken. And a chicken.
1: I don't typically find chickens in evergreen trees, but <laughs> I suppose they could if they wanted to.
0: Well, they can't fly. How are they going to get up there?
1: Hmm. Teamwork.
0: Charles Dickens is a jerk. <laughs> Not even trying to help.
1: Mary Poppins. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I'm Mary
0: Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Which is a good thing, because if they could, you'd just be a creepy old
1: dude, saying hi to them by name. <laughs> it'd be like Doc Brown hanging out with Marty McFly. I know, it'd be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, they do have
0: some control over the world, because like you just closed the door. Yeah. So, but they're well, not- it's not their past. But they're like narrating this whole thing, yeah, and nobody
1: notices. Well, he he didn't notice them hooking a grappling hook onto him, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? So like they have some control of the world, but not a whole lot. I don't know. Not I don't a get.
1: noticeable interaction, right?
0: And like the cat. What smell does
1: chalk have? Oh, you know what chalk smells like? Did you not know have chalkboards in school? We did, but I don't remember smelling the chalk. I remember if the dust got up your nose, you would sneeze, but <laughs> I don't know I remember the smell of chalk. Maybe yeah, that's why smell. I've stayed away from it so yeah.
2: long.
0: So... Didn't they... Maybe I'm thinking of another Christmas Carol movie. Um, Maybe the one with Patrick Stewart, where they mention that uh, his sister died on Christmas Eve, or on Mm -hmm. Christmas Day. And that's why he doesn't celebrate Christmas, even at a young age. Yeah. Though that might not be actually from uh, from the book. I might have just gathered that information and it wasn't actually true, but I don't know. This is fun, jaunty music for something that's actually not particularly jaunty.
1: Mm hmm. Busting out the abacus. Right. What
0: 12 year old doesn't love himself an abacus? I also love Sam the Eagle, the quintessential American. They shoved him in here as the quintessential British. Yes. British person. <laughs> eagle. He's a quintessential British eagle. Nose, like Shakespeare's nose, that just (laughs) fell off. Grindstone, like the stone that Shakespeare's made of.
1: Or the tight fisted hand to the grindstone, like they described him as earlier.
0: You got it, that's right. I find it very difficult to believe that Sam Eagle thinks that Fozzie Bear runs a fine company
1: just saying fake news <laughs> I mean
0: it's just out of character
1: he just didn't check his sources that's all.
0: Right. don't tip the driver he says see I just I don't and there's all this evidence that Scrooge is this really selfish guy. He shouldn't be needed. He shouldn't need to be told that. Maybe he doesn't.
1: Hmm. And they changed fizzy wig to Fuzzywig.
0: wig. Oh yeah, uh, Fuzzy wig. Yeah. Hmm. Fuzzy wig. Fuzzy wig to Fuzzywig. wig. Yes. 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 Not fizzy mm. wig.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Would be a interesting type of wig.
1: Mm-hmm. Carbonated.
0: Like the lamp, not the rat. Like the lamp, not the rat.
1: <laughs> They're I mean, so polite, he did.
0: <laughs> I don't think we get give enough recognition to scenes like this where he's just like standing there
1: spots and stripes on the same outfit. That's a brave man.
0: I mean, you know he's just that crazy-. <laughs>
1: That is a lot of rubber chickens.
0: That's a rubber chicken factory. And to uh, Gonzo, who, as we know, has a thing for for chickens, Mm -hmm. uh, this must be like a mannequin factory for really beautiful mannequins.
1: There are some chickens there in the background as well.
0: Uh, life models.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Animal playing against character, obviously.
0: <laughs> yeah, saying quiet. Yeah, never happens. Young Statler and Waldorf. Uh, I mean, Marley and Marley.
1: Mm hmm. Robert and Jacob. Also, if you look
0: closely at that paper, it actually has Thank You All and Merry Christmas written on it. <laughs> Fozzie Wig's mother. Mrs. Fossewig, Played by
1: Fozzie. They <laughs> got a whole lot of hats, too
0: true i mean business mm-hmm. must be good
1: if ever your grape grapes are singing do not eat them
0: right but see is his it, mother was smart mm-hmm. is it for your own good or is it for their good that's what i want
1: to know um i would say it's for yours i don't think grapes live very long anyway mm, that's true if they get really old they turn into raisins Met a couple of raisins in my time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, which one's Statler and which one's Walworth? Yes. I do like the Ralph co- cameo there. Like, I, I don't even think he actually appears in any more of the wide shots. Like, I think that was just him smiling at the camera just there. That was it. Yeah. When you met your wife, did you kiss her on the hand? No. I don't think I did either.
1: I just gestured to her from across the room i I didn't even say anything we were we were dancing though,
0: ah, yeah, and you still haven't spoken to this day right
1: no no we we've said a few words at least okay, it's kind of tradition at the wedding
2: <laughs> that's true.
0: So this is an interesting thing because, I mean, you can kind of tell, like, obviously this whole thing is about exploring Scrooge's past and his uh, psyche and everything and his future. Uh, But this seems like the pivotal moment to me. Like, if he had stayed with Belle and gotten married and and built a life, he would not have ended up the man that he ended up that we know um but he didn't this moment right here he chooses to postpone the marriage again and she chooses to leave uh i don't know it's this there there is the, the awkward cut here um where they in the theatrical cut they pulled out the song the incredibly sad song that you know it's it's wonderfully beautifully sad and and I don't want to be sad right now, but um, that it really does underscore not just the song, but the the scene in general underscores how these turning points work in our lives um, and how a lot of times when these turning points are negative ones that cause our lives to turn into something that we don't like, um, we recoil from them and we don't want to think about them in the future. Um, but obviously in Scrooge's case, this is an important part of changing him into a better person and a, you know, a, a more festive person, I guess. I yeah. Know. Do, do you, do you have any moments like that where you don't want to think about it, but, but where thinking about it w- was actually a, an important part of changing you into who you were supposed to be?
1: I think so. I think we've all had something negative happen in the past where we knew um we could either like you said kind of recoil and just stay wounded about it and just let it fester and get worse or we could let it motivate us to uh change and um yeah. not have it repeat itself and maybe not uh relive it all the time kind of a deal but let us move on and past it
0: yeah yeah i think that's a good point and i mean this so this this movie does something interesting where it doesn't allow him to dwell on that like he 's confronted with it, but he the movie doesn't allow him to sort of uh, put it away like he 's probably done in the past it just it forces him on to the next thing, and in this case it 's you know suspicion about the ghost of Christmas present, but you know it 's interesting how like mm-hmm. in in a way it almost distracts him. In order to make him make it make be more uh, poignant, you know. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting moment, I think, and mm-hmm. probably just done for for pacing of the film, but it actually works really well, I
1: think. So yeah.
0: So, I think here, having experienced that moment before, he's already starting to change. Because the old Scrooge at the beginning of the film would have just said humbug, you know? Yeah. And would have done his, like, stake a holly through the heart speech again.
1: Yeah. Weird Christmas vampires. It's a yes, weird mythology.
0: Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I think A Christmas Carol and Vampires, that's an untapped market.
1: I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Maybe I can talk Cece into writing that one for us. Yeah. I would read it. Now, speak of uh, creepy. Yeah. Oh my These goodness. These kids. Whew. Now, see, I prefer this song to the first mm, one. I
0: think you're right. I think I think I like this one better, too. The old crone here on the left, really creepy. Or crone, is it a dude? Yeah, uh, I, I think know.
1: so. That well, I mean, if it's a crone, she has a goatee. <laughs> oh, that's true. Good point. <laughs> it's not impossible, but yeah, they don't normally do stuff like that. Now, the cats before were ready to kill Rizzo, but now that they're singing, they're okay with the birds, huh?
0: Well, these cats can actually speak Eng- or sing English. Well, the other one
1: might be able to as well. Oh, my goodness.
0: I don't know. He just said meow. I don't know. Oh,
1: the mouses and meeses. Yeah. Wow, that's... He shrunk quite a bit there. Yes. I wonder if he could sell a diet video or program. (laughs) Go from the size of a small room into the size of a mouse hole. Oh, he gained it all back. Never mind. It was a mm-hmm. fad diet.
0: Yep. I I do I do really like this part right here where with the dance, um I don't know, there's just something about the you know, the men in the top hats and the ladies in the flowy dresses just spinning around. It's uh it's very endearing, you know, in a very wholesome sort of way.
1: Yeah. This dance move is good at the clubs, I hear. <laughs> Christmas clubs, but still. <laughs> if you can find one, you will be very popular. And, I mean, Scrooge got
0: it right away. Like, it didn't yeah. need any teaching. It's at easy all. to pick up. Yeah, for sure. I feel like the quality and uh, uh, skill of their dancing has gone down a bit in the last 10 seconds. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Maybe they're just tired.
1: Oh, see, they were supposed to disperse. So Uh they they were trying to tone it down. You can tell the song
0: is over because it just started snowing. Yep. I do like Fred. Claire is kind of a shrew, though. (laughs) Nah, she's nice. She's are
1: those the in laws? (laughs) (laughs) She's adopted.
0: See, here's the thing, like you, we uh, spoiler alert, he's talking about Scrooge. Um so he's saying that he's he's not handsome and like he's not wanted and he's you know but but he's still, you know, when he's dealing directly with Scrooge, he does have like um he does have fondness for the old man, you know? Mm-hmm. But he's also kind of mean to him, you know <laughs> nah, no, Clara's is lovely uh you know, Fred's kind of a jerk. <laughs> My loyalty is just you know they flip back and forth I think uh. We need to have a talk with some of the builders and the architects here, because they need they need new rulers or new rulers or something.
1: Yeah, plumb lines were crooked that day. Yeah, gravity
0: just you know failed.
1: Have you ever had a goose? I don't. I don't know that I've had a regular goose. No.
0: It doesn't taste a whole lot different from dry turkey,
1: frankly. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Now duck is
0: good. So let's talk biology here. How does the marriage of a pig and a frog produce male frogs and female pigs?
1: Um, maybe this is more of a Brady Bunch kind of situation. Uh,
0: This is a story of a a, a lovely pig and...
1: She had X number of children of her own. I I think two. You can be impressed by that.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. That is, (laughs) this is, like the fact that it has a shadow,
1: like, come on. They do have hair of gold like their mother. That's true. And then curls. She's a bad mom. Bad bad bad
0: mom. (laughs) That's where she's a bad mom right there. (laughs) I mean not knowing the kids names is bad but like. Not caring that you don't know them. Right. (laughs)
1: And now they're just showing off. I know. See how the floor is just like rotating <laughs> on the conveyor belt? <laughs> mm, yeah,
0: you're right. I hadn't even noticed. You're absolutely right. And it kept moving even after they stopped walking. Huh. <laughs>
1: well, now I know how that did it. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruined. kill the magic. But Movie ruined. I had to take them down a notch because they were just trying to overdo it. <laughs> Between his ice skating earlier and him being tackled by his family, I'm surprised he's not the one with the crutches.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he was really good at ice skating, though. Like, he didn't end up in the barrel.
1: That's true. <laughs> I mean, he's just great. Real smoke coming out of that Muppet's foot there.
0: Or steam or dry ice or something. I mean. Well, yeah.
1: Vapors, yeah, real visible vapors. Yes, real
0: visible vapors. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's nothing better.
1: Always have to be careful around Muppets and fire. You don't want them to melt. Or and they they toe that line quite a bit.
0: They do. I mean, I don't know. So this part right here, you know, he wanted to, he wanted people to remember on christmas day who made lame beggars walk and blind men see Mm -hmm. and i think that um that shows a good understanding of um of the scriptures there because so often we hear in popular culture talking about christmas about the baby obviously um and this is an acknowledgement that christ grew up and Mm -hmm. i think that's that's a a lovely part of this because you know you don't get to have the the adult Christ without the baby Christ, but the fact that um, so much of our culture is focused upon the baby Christ and ignores the reality of what he did and of who he was um, as an adult and his sacrifice uh, I think it's important to remember that and so i I, I always love that line um, because I think it's I, I'm sure it's straight from the book and so it's you know it's more about Charles Dickens' understanding than about you know the jim henson companies but i just thought it was lovely
1: yeah no doubt (laughs) i would not suggest trying to drink anything the way she just did (laughs) you will wear it you will not drink
0: it i mean that was a that seemed like it was that was one of the kids being like a really hardcore um shot drinker honestly (laughs) way too young to know how to do that well (laughs) yeah I wonder how many times they had a um, Miss Piggy Muppet uh, catch on fire in this scene and have to be replaced with a new one
1: or just have like the nose melt a little bit (laughs) and deform you know
0: I'm sorry, my nose is dripping. Mm -hmm. No, not mucus, the the actual (laughs) nose. The nose. Yeah, I mean...
1: And I think because this song is um, in the movie, they couldn't have the other one in there for, you know, it'd make it drag. It's true. This is... uh, to to just stop and sing two songs
0: in fairly quick succession
1: well be... and the tone of them right for a young audience if it's yeah. not upbeat enough then they're going to start right. uh, getting antsy
0: yeah it's true also i mean it seems like they've they had originally had the idea of ending each uh encounter with the ghost with a song yeah so the first one ended with the song that they cut this one ends with this song, mm-hmm. um, but then I don't think there is a song for the third one. Uh, well,
1: the reprise kind of
0: no, because that's afterward, that's after he's all better. yeah, um, so I, I think probably it makes it a little bit more balanced to just have the one in the middle rather than having two and then nothing. yeah, know? so because yeah, I mean, and you can't add a song there because who's going to sing it, right? Um,
1: Scrooge like yeah uh, i mean charles just, dickens maybe yeah gonzo
0: but no they're, they're not in the movie at that point but they could have been they could have that's like, true.
1: Yeah. like if you're going to add in a movie or a another song then they you'd... had
0: to pull them out because of how dramatic that needed to be mm-hmm. i think i heard an interview about that like it was it's a really dramatic part and if you have charles dickens and rizzo in there it's just—it's gonna undercut to it up. all of the suspense. Yeah, because
1: that's what they did at the beginning, right? right? Yeah, exactly like, for dramatic effect.
0: Right. And then this right here. the most painful knife twist that I can imagine (laughs) and Michael Caine reacts to it perfectly like he knows what he said I believe, like you don't know. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Maybe that's why he was absent-minded. There's a new one every day.
0: That's well, every Christmas day.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, he could be there just not appearing to people. He's a. Well, I mean, he's a ghost of Christmas present. Right. I I suppose there could be other present ghosts. Yes. I mean, I do. Ghost of. Tuesday present, right?
0: I want <laughs> I do want to someday meet the ghost of May fifteenth present.
1: There you go. <laughs> Especially if he has these night sparkles.
0: What lesson do you have to teach me? Oh, nothing. Yeah, just
1: don't eat that third burrito.
0: Yeah,
1: you will regret it later.
0: No, that's the future.
1: The ghost but of May fifteenth right yet to come. Right now, though, he's he's looking at you as you're eating the burritos. <laughs> All of a sudden, the pollution really increased in London.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, there was the London smog that one year. And Okay, all right. So, straight talk, this guy's terrifying.
1: And originally, he was not going to be quite as so. They actually had uh, had sketches and things of Gonzo being the ghost of Christmas past, and just his nose was sticking out from under the hood. Yeah, that would be. I mean, that would be hilarious. But yes, Oh see. And see, they're still tempering it a little bit, right? Well, yeah. I, I mean, the, yeah, they're tempering it for the moment.
0: But honestly, like the fact that they're leaving, yeah, you, know, you don't have that touchstone anymore. It's it's almost it almost makes it even worse that they're gone. You know? Yeah. Rather than even
1: just pointing out that they're gone, as yeah, opposed to just like, oh spirit. man
0: we're so scared we're leaving Mm -hmm. you know like these guys are in the story and they're that terrified like what about me like i can't do anything about it yeah i do like the wormhole
1: (laughs) doctor who where are you (laughs) hmm
0: You can tell it's sad because it's raining.
1: It used to be snow, but all that pollution we just saw melted it. Right. It's even acid rain, which makes it worse.
0: Yeah, that's why they all have umbrellas, right? Yeah. These are thoroughly unpleasant pigs. Have you ever been to a funeral that provided lunch to people other than the family, I mean?
1: I don't believe so. I'm trying to recall. Funerals don't usually make me hungry in general.
0: That's good. That means you are not a zombie.
1: Yes, or a cannibal. Or a vampire. Well, depending on the funeral, there might not be anything for the vampire, right? With the embalming process and things. Which apparently isn't very necessary. The only reason they invented it was because of Abraham Lincoln and they were carting him all around the country. Mm, Most people are buried in time to not have to worry about embalming. If you want to save some dollars once you're dead. (laughs) Pro tip from 3D Podcast. (laughs) Death tips over Christmas Carol. That's what we were planning the whole time.
0: Yep. Well, I mean, if it's in with this this scene. Um, Yeah, so... i I do like how they sort of they show scrooge like craning his neck to look around and everything like that Mm -hmm. like the only things he can really see for sure are things that like you know he might recognize but really anybody could own things like that
1: and then the spirit just changed colors like it inverted there oh i didn't notice you sure it's not just lighting Maybe it was, but it looked very much white in that yeah. lighting. So I would have changed it if it wasn't uh, intentional. Yeah. Because that would have been easy to change.
0: telegrading, yeah.
1: But see, he still looks lighter there. That's true. that door frame is really kind of janky yeah (laughs) i don't know how they could get a door to open and close in that thing that's kind of impressive all on its own
0: yeah (laughs) it's like you go in there you can figure it out yourself oh
1: that's a window frame sorry not a door frame oh well
0: i mean then it's okay So British. My youngest son just died, but I'm not going to let my other children see me crying about it.
1: That frog reference. (laughs) I know
0: how you like green, lady. (laughs) That's what he was about to say. You didn't have Mm. to interrupt him. (laughs) I mean, really, honestly, this is a, a very sad and heartfelt moment and uh, we're really... playing
1: the parts of Rizzo the Rat and uh, <laughs> Charles Dickens right now
0: I think we're playing the parts of Statler and Waldorf right <laughs> well, now well that too, that too. <laughs> I mean it's, it's really honestly fairly impressive that they're able to do so much with puppets to make you really um, feel the loss and sadness there mhm
1: Similar to how uh, Pixar can make you feel sad for toys and cars and all other manner of typically inanimate objects. Skeletons. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So they just walk back up to the cemetery, you know? They're just. Well, I mean. Scrooge walked. The spirit glided. Skateboarded? Yeah. He's got got one of those hoverboards. Yeah. At the end of the scene, he catches on fire. Uh Uh-oh. Explodes. I do like the poetry of the fact that Scrooge and Tiny Tim both died on the same day. Apparently. Apparently. And it looks like it was, like, the next year. Do you think Scrooge is, like, he's probably in his 50s or so, right? Maybe mid-50s? Late 50s?
1: Yeah, I would think so, since he started business so early.
0: Yeah. So, like, so he's going to die, like, this young. I mean, I realize that this is, like, the 1800s, but, you know. It's after, all the carbs in his diet. Mm, that's true. He doesn't <laughs> only eat bread and cheese, canonically. <laughs>
1: probably didn't want to spend money at the doctors. <laughs> Thought he'd save some money and not go and then died of something preventable.
0: It's true. Scrooge is being uh really uh really you know, arrogant about like I can change I know I can But then he sees the name on there and all of a sudden he's not arrogant about it anymore. Uh Michael Caine. Excellent act. Hey, I promised not to gush about the Muppets. I didn't promise not to gush about Michael Caine, okay?
1: But he says he's already not the man he was. He's saying he's already changed. Yeah, I know. Not even that he yeah. will, that he already has.
0: It's true. I will live my life in the past, the present, and the future. Is that really the best advice, do you think?
1: Well, I think you should consider all three. I don't know. If you should live in them... Right. That that might not be the best phrasing, but uh, right. I think the spirit of the statement is good.
0: Live in light of the past. Yes. In light of the future, but live in the present. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you think this was all a hallucination? Do you think he actually went anywhere?
1: I mean... There are spirits in the Bible that have appeared to people, so it, it could be. And um, at the same time, there are a lot more people who had visions in the Bible. Yep, sure Had dreams and visions, so... very much like the same fabric that was on uh the <laughs> spirit of christmas future
0: yeah, it's true it, it does i mean and that's kind of an, a nice little narrative connection mm-hmm. intentional or not <laughs> Can't you tell by all the snow falling around? Can't you tell what day it is? It only snows Mm -hmm. on Christmas Day Mm -hmm. in movies. And Groundhog Day, I guess. Yes. And Groundhog Day, too.
1: There's a Groundhog Day, too. And and also
0: Groundhog Day. (laughs) Which is kind of sad for the people who own the shop, right? Like, here it is Christmas Day. They're probably not open. I mean, obviously they are. He's going to buy it, but... Yeah. Like...
1: They haven't sold they the have, best product in their right. establishment.
0: They probably paid a lot of money for that gigantic turkey.
1: And then, as a chiropractor, him carrying a turkey that's twice as big as he is, he's going to hurt himself, and he's going to need the crutches <laughs> next. <laughs>
0: That's okay, Scrooge is going to give all his money to the Cratchits and, and heal Tiny Tim, so
1: yeah. that's all it takes to heal things, by the way. It's just money, right. You Just rub it on your ailments. and you' doctor, you will be healed.
0: See, he interacts with them directly. They exist. they're in the world. hmm Or maybe they don't hear him because like they're talking to a camera, but maybe the camera. they're
1: his vision.
0: Uh, yeah, you think he's hallucinating them, too? Um, Could be. Sad.
1: He has a habit.
0: They didn't want to say it, because they don't want you to think that it's a tiny little amount, you know, because of inflation.
1: Yes. And Americans don't understand British money, anyway.
0: Yes. Put me down for three gazillion pounds. Whatever that is
1: Beaker is the real hero of this story It's true
0: I mean He doesn't look quite right without that comically small scarf It's true But it adds a splash
1: of color To an otherwise monochromatic outfit
0: And lets you know that he is feeling much better Yes Maybe this is my favorite song I have a lot of favorite songs Okay, but what about his actual nephew? How does his nephew feel about that?
1: (laughs) Well, hopefully with uh, how he's been acting, that would be alright by him. It's true.
0: The guy falls down off the ladder in the background. stockings
1: the children were confused by that they wanted to know what the bookkeepers had done that was so bad that they ended up getting coal in context it was very nice of him because they all wanted coal it's true (laughs) hey somebody
0: break into my shop and steal everything through the open door that I did not lock.
1: I'm pretty sure they would still be scared of him to the point where they wouldn't uh, want to try that. Probably true.
0: Maybe the. Oh, by the way, you notice the name of this uh, business right here is the Statler and Waldorf? Yes. They tried to cover it a little bit there. <laughs> the Statler and Waldorf Haberdashery.
1: <laughs> Haven't been to a Haberdashery in a while.
0: Yeah. No. Great acting here by Fred. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd probably react the same way. Why didn't you think about this before? When we were over here the first time. Old Fozzie always makes me laugh. Jesus for the Mises. He's shooting away the narrator of the story. The character in the story... Shooting away the narrator and the person who wrote it.
1: To be fair, the narrator did run away during the scary scene. It's true.
0: And I mean, this part right here—I know he's having fun with him, but like, wouldn't this terrify you? As you know, essentially a slave—you like didn't, you didn't show up. Like, yeah. How do you even? How do you even reply to this? So, I mean, does he not hold the mortgage on the house? You just like cross it out in the books? (laughs)
1: <laughs> tiny tim was the first zombie tiny tim <laughs> some say he's even alive today no he'd be the vampire so we need a holly steak that's right. wow that was a he, quick time jump there to I cook that turkey yeah. that's probably 6 to 8 hours You've later got an
0: instant pot in there <laughs> yeah i think the the uh, christmas carol and vampires book needs to start with tiny tim there you go yeah
1: we've got a premise
0: and we can you know, you can go back in time and and tell how it got to that point how he got bitten but i think tiny tim the vampire needs to be you know the frame story telling the story from the um uh, from the modern day of how he became a vampire yeah and live forever and never died So you think all these people have just been standing
1: outside there just looking in for eight hours? I guess. I mean, we don't have context to tell us they've done otherwise. I mean, they could have all been just randomly walking by and decided to start singing along with a song that they all knew from eavesdropping inside the house that they all (laughs) knew all at the same time. It's true. Well, there it is. The end. Still, that that I think is my favorite song there.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. I, I agree. It's the best. Yeah, no, this is, this is, uh, I feel like it's really Christmas now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Here it is, uh, it's it's not quite Christmas yet when we're recording this, but, um, you know, I, I think hopefully you'll, you'll, uh, enjoy watching A Christmas Carol a little bit more with our voices ruining it completely in the background. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it's just like having us on the couch, and it's not like it's something you haven't seen before, probably.
0: I mean, if you haven't seen it before, maybe we should have said this at the beginning. Um, go back and <laughs> and and watch it without us. Yep, because it's really good. Um,
1: I like how Ghost of Christmas Past takes four people. By the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, one for the hand, one for the body, one for the. I don't know
1: there was a lot of people.
0: Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. But yeah, uh really good Christmas music movie, uh music too and uh yeah. Uh, I love it. Uh, thank you for thank you for watching it with me. Yeah,
1: thanks for listening and uh hopefully we uh did bring up some themes in there that you might not have noticed before that are yeah. always good with uh discussing around this time of year or any time of year really. Yeah. If
0: we've missed anything, please let us know. I'd uh, love to hear about it. Um, as always, we're available online redeemingculture.com or you can find us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, we'd love to talk to you about you know any of this stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us to watch this uh, lovely, fun, awesome movie. Uh, and hey, Ryan, Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas, David. And Merry Christmas to all of you listening out there. Yeah.
0: Thanks for joining us. Um, Enjoy this music as we, uh, you know, sort of fade out.
1: Bye. Bye. And have a happy new year.
0: And, yeah, and happy Easter.
1: And uh, happy Groundhog's Day. Yeah.
0: Happy Fourth of July.
1: If you're American.
0: Yeah. If you're not um, happy, whatever your Independence Day might be.
1: Yeah. This song doesn't fit.
0: No, I don't like the song at all. You you can skip past yeah. this part. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we we are like,
1: we gotta talk real close, like drown it out. I, I don't know what to talk about at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, we had a lot of fun making it. We did.
0: I so. Uh, Little backstory, Ryan and I actually lived together in college, and uh, watching movies together was a lot like this.
1: Yes, yes, we uh, did not uh, hold anything too sacred. Uh, One of my favorite memories is us going out to the movies. Actually, one time to see a movie called 21, and we both freaked out before the movie even started to some people because of a <laughs> shot that we knew was ridiculously right. difficult to we have done. To like,
0: we were trying to like figure it out in our minds as we were watching the movie, figure out how they did this
1: shot. And I was counting the days till we got the dvd that had behind the scenes because i knew they had to have documented how they made that shot
0: i've actually still got that dvd somewhere
1: yeah i do as well i do as well but uh yeah it was it was a lot of fun i hope you guys enjoyed it um this is not the only thing we're doing for december uh obviously keep an eye out for something star wars we've got uh the last jedi coming out this month and uh we've got a whole uh outline for next year already that we're working on that's right some good things planned
0: yeah i know it's been kind of radio silence this year we've been sort of retooling and uh figuring out what redeeming culture looks like um so sort of going forward uh we're not going anywhere we're still going to be releasing stuff keep an eye on our uh, website redeemingculture.com for the articles that go up and also you'll know right away um as soon as our podcasts go out um Which, by the way, subscribe to our podcast if you're not already. I don't know how you listen to this without it. But subscribe to the podcast, um, and that way you'll know right away as soon as a new one goes up.
1: Yep. And uh, keep an eye out for new voices. We've had a lot more um, writers. We've had a lot more uh, contributors. And we've even gotten to guest spot on other people's podcasts this year. So uh, that's right. It's uh, been a fun time. If you're tired of hearing from just us, then there's other people to hear from <laughs> this are. year. So yeah. uh, hopefully that continues to grow and we get uh, more uh, voices about how to redeem different parts of culture for you guys. Yeah.
0: And if you go to Facebook or Twitter, um, Redeeming Culture, on either of those platforms, you'll find out about it. Every time either of us or um, anybody associated with our, uh, with our little venture here is on another podcast, you'll, you'll get a link to that there as well. So uh, we encourage you to uh, take a look there. But uh, either way, Merry Christmas. And from Redeeming Culture, this is David Atwell.
1: And this is Ryan Earnhardt.
0: And thanks for listening.